So we're not doing like the happy anniversary show today because well, we haven't hit technically that anniversary date. We're going to do that next week, I guess. When we're not together. Oh, yeah. You'll be in New Jersey. I'll be in Washington. But that's actually kind of cool because that will span the places we've uh, done My Day Friday the most. Well, we really have only, have we ever done My Day Friday in New Jersey? Like maybe a few times. No, but I, I mean, just like everyone, I kind of lump New York and New yeah. Jersey together. Uh, by the way, welcome to the podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and I'm here against my will. Well, I was going to say it's also called the Monday Friday podcast. Why are you here against your will? I'll explain. Okay, so what would you like me to do now? Hit the button. Are you a hostage? <laughs> What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy, and you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. I'm and we're Little Mix, and you're listening to. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast that started it all for the Carla Marie and Anthony show. This is what we did before we had a Twitch show, what we did before we had a uh, the morning show podcast, what yep. we did before we had a radio station or a YouTube channel. Uh, we were working for the biggest radio show in the world. Yeah, but we weren't a show on the radio right. yet. We were just like, you know, the little minions. This was the thing that connected us together, and now here we are. Yeah, and it, this is how people saw us as, you know, a... Uh, a quote-unquote brand, which I actually hate that term. No, I like it because then what else are you going to say? A it's, show, a book? No, no, no. So because people will always say things, and I'm sure, I'm sure if you have anyone who's worked in entertainment or in social media before, you've heard them like, well, it's just my brand. It's my brand. Yeah, but we don't say that. We don't no, say that's just my brand. But people use that, and I feel like they use it wrong because I don't think, I don't think you can have a personal brand and i know there's people out there who are like oh but my business I does disagree. blah 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 i know and you and you can have a, sh- a chance to rebuttal in a second your personal brand is just a new way of saying your reputation right a brand when i think mm. of a brand i think of something that multiple people can ruin no, right? no, because when I think of brand, I generally think of products, right? So Doritos is the first thing that comes to yeah. mind, right? I know the br- Doritos brand. Okay. Like their reputation isn't ruined. Even when I found out they were putting less chips in bags. No, but what I'm saying is multiple people are are accountable for that brand, right? When it's just you, you're the one that's accountable for it. It's just your reputation. It's like a trendy way of saying reputation now. But, okay, to a celebrity, yes. But to a small business owner or an influencer whose brand is, I don't know, coaching people on being a small business, right? That is their personal brand. Mm. I wouldn't say that's their reputation. I don't know. I think, I think there's a gray area. Your reputation is part of your brand, but it's not only your brand. Um, what do we, why did you say originally, Carla Marie, that you were here against your will? Because, Anthony... We were getting ready to do this podcast. No, we weren't. We, you said to me, we have to do Monday, Friday. And I said, I just need to eat something. And you said, you know what's going to happen. If you go cook, we're never going to get this podcast done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do it. And I said, fine, I'll eat a snack. And I ate a little energy ball that I made. I'm starving. <laughs> my brain doesn't even function. My eyeballs are broken. I'm hungry. I know that we talked about food a lot last podcast because Don't that was when remember. Carla Marie went on her uh, oh. snack food rant, which... 
did you ha- end up having? You didn't have any snack food at the monster truck. I had a food snack at at Monster Jam. I sure did. What'd you have? Chicken fried rice from Din Tai Fung. Chicken fried rice is not a food. That's food food. That's a snack. That's a food snack. <laughs> I'm saying it backwards. <laughs> See what happens when I'm hungry. I call them snack foods. <laughs> Carla Marie, chicken fried rice in a big ass plate. No, it's in a mini little box, the same way you would get nachos. Carla Marie, that plate is the size. Stop it. Stop saying plate. That container is the size of a medium to large to go container. If, by the way, if you're in the Seattle area, if you're in the Seattle area, and you've gone to a Mariners game, they also have Din Tai Fung there. They also have restaurants. And no, no, but. What I'm saying is, oh. you know the container size. Even if you've never been to Monster Jam, if you've been in the Seattle <laughs> area, you know the container size. That in no way, in absolutely no way, shape, or form. Well, you can have your opinion, Anthony. Is a snack. Didn't you say that to me? You what? can have your opinion. Not in that. My, yeah. No, sometimes there are definitions, and your opinion means nothing to a definition. No, that is a food snack. It is not a, a meal. It is not a meal, right? I didn't say it was a meal. I said it was food. I would food. say chicken fingers are food snacks. I would agree with that over chicken fried rice. Same thing. It's multiple ingredients. <laughs> it actually See, bless, bless you. you. It's true. What? My mom says that if you sneeze when you're debating something or unsure, it means it's true. What I'm saying, food snacks are true. I don't know what I'm more upset with at the moment. The fact that you think chicken fried rice... It's a food snack. I'm going to give you three things. I don't know which of these three things, and you can tweet me, at Worst Anthony, and you can tag Carla Marina as well, the Carla Marie. Which of these three things are you more upset with? One, the fact that Carla Marie believes an entire container of chicken fried rice is a snack. Food snack. Different. Number two, the fact that Carla Marie and her mom... (laughs) Somehow believe if you sneeze while you say something, it's got to be true, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And which three? Number three is the fact that Carla Marie has a Band-Aid <laughs> on the studio it's not table. From, it's not from any blood. It's not. It's, it was. It's it, a used. No, 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 Band-Aid. no. It doesn't count as used. <laughs> It doesn't count as used. What'd you do with it? Okay. So go vote. <laughs> go vote or die. <laughs> if you don't vote, you can't listen to this podcast anymore. No, um, I it was super sunny yesterday. So in Seattle, it hit 75 degrees. Okay. And I wanted to be outside in the sun. So I still have a scar on my leg from burning my skin off last year with my yeah. curling iron. So I put this over the scar because I know it gets darker in the sun. And then I took it off and put it on the table and forgot. It's not dirty. It's just like, it's the same thing as a scrunchie. No, it's not. Like, it wasn't open. It wasn't on open anything. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't know that. Okay, but right? you do now. But, okay, so it's now, for me, I'm not going to vote for it as the thing I'm most upset with, but someone else might. You know what's so, like, one of the top grossest things ever for me is, <laughs> no, no, not the thing I've done. <laughs> What? Is when you see a wet band-aid in like a public pool or the ocean yeah. and then it like chases you. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Or like There's, someone's hair, clump of hair. I, I hate, and I get it. It's not the gym's fault, whether it's LA Fitness and Ballard or any other big <laughs> gym. There are a lot of people using those showers. And there's 
only a certain amount of times you can clean them throughout the day. So at some points, there's going to be some grossness in those showers. I hate, though, because I will usually do, like, a quick scan, right, before yeah. you jump into a shower uh -huh. in, a, in a public place. I hate when I've done my quick scan or maybe I wasn't paying attention and I get in and now I'm mid-shower and I realize there's, like, a Band-Aid on the floor oh. or, like, some gross hairs that are clumped up together. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Listen, I'm a hairy person, okay? I understand hair. But there's something about someone else's hair when it's in a shower and it's got soap on it. Ugh. It's a scut like the the conditioner like scum yeah. that's on it. Please, it's worse with women. Like, oh, of course it is. Our hair is just everywhere. I mean, you know, as a former long-haired person, mm -hmm. I do. I actually just had someone, uh, a cousin of mine, asked me yesterday if I was thinking about growing out my hair again, and I was like, I, I just, it's just too easy to have short hair. I would like you to. I don't know. I also listen. I am in my mid thirties. My hairline's gone back a little bit. I would say you're in your late 30s. I'm in the middle. I'm like as close. I'm very, very close to the middle. Anyway. Um, what about your My hair? hairline obviously is a little further back than it was when I grew out my hair at 21. But how does that affect for growing it out? Whoa. It just, you get to a point where like, I don't want to be the, the older guy with long hair. No one wants to be that guy. Because no one wants to be friends with like, you know that guy. You've seen him, right? And you, <laughs> I and really you want to know if we're thinking about the same person. Oh, I'm not actually thinking oh, about it. I'm not actually thinking about a specific person right uh, now. Of course not. Um, but everyone knows that guy, and everyone has the same thought. Just like, hey, man, you got your your hair is an unbalanced seesaw, <laughs> right? Like all the weights in the back, and nothing's in the front. I think you could do like a puffy fro. It's like a depressing mullet. <laughs> like no party in the front. Yeah, none. All party in the back. I know it's supposed to be business in the I front. I was like, wait, am I bald doesn't, this wrong? Bald doesn't mean business. And again, sure it does. Bald, want, bald, bis, bald means business. Bald. <laughs> B2B. Is that what B2B means? Yeah, bald business. Bald business. And listen. Why don't you shave it? You had a nice shaved head. Uh, I don't, you know what? Is that when you had the NY in the side? or that was? With the I had a mohawk. When, okay, let's go back into Anthony hairstyles. Because for a while, I was all over the place. Um, one of my ex's families used to call me Mr. Potato Head. Because I looked completely different every time they saw me. Was and it my only, dad? And not only because of my hair, but like the hair in my head, I would change pretty often. Mm -hmm. Like in the time they knew me, I had long hair, I had mohawk, I had a buzzed head, I had regular, I guess, quote unquote, guy hair. Yeah. Um, but then I also like I changed the way I dress often. And or I can, used to at least. And you can grow beards. And my facial hair would change all the time. So I was very much Mr. Mr. Potato, Potato head. head. And you know, listen, that's what happens. When you're a fashion and style icon. Okay. I can't be boxed in with one look. So, what, I was thinking about this recently. I don't know why. About my fashion iconicism? No. About, your, like, your, when your head was buzzed. Okay, yeah. Like, would you do it again? Buzzing it? Again, I don't know. I just don't know what it'll look like now. Yeah, I wish there was a way to know. And this is something that all guys deal with as they go. Once you hit, as like, one as you get older. Once you, you hit, like. that word. Oh. Once you hit like 23 or 24, generally speaking, most men will have their hair thin. I mean, that, and you know what makes sense? Because that's like when our eggs start deleting. Well, yeah, because for a long time, like we didn't live past 50. Actually, you our, know? We like were, literally the first time you get your period, your eggs start disappearing. Well, isn't it you waste an egg every time? Not waste. Uh, that's a the bad word to use there. But you lose an egg. Lose an egg. So that means I've been losing eggs since I was 13. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I, I might have one left. Okay. Um. And it's funny because we we are 
talking about hair, right? And obviously with the the Will Smith, Chris Brown slap, the whole thing was about hair oh, yeah. because of Jada's hair um, and, and alopecia. Hair is such a weird thing. Because there's so much emotion and exactly. there's religion, there's cultures, there's, I mean, li- like Native Americans, and I can't really speak to it. I know we have a lot who listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and show and have been a part of the journey with us. We've learned from them. Hair is so important. Yep. And uh, Angela, who listens from Spokane, I had posted something about a high school graduate. He he was black and he, they wouldn't let him walk at graduation because of his hair. And I don't even, I don't even remember what it was. It was like just... Like, there was nothing outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell someone who had hot pink hair, maybe they couldn't walk at graduation. Still not acceptable to tell someone that, but it, it was just normal to me. And I had posted that, and she was like, this is what Native American men deal with all the time. And she, I I can go back in the messages. She was talking about just different things with the hair mm-hmm. and whether they want to wear um, something from their culture. They're told they can't at graduation. Yeah. And it's just, but I know that hair goes back a lot. It does. Emotionally and spiritually and all yeah, kinds between of Between religion, tradition, yeah. all of that stuff. But I also think hair is something, as a guy especially, and listen, women have to worry about a lot of things with physical appearance. I get it. I'm not saying they're they're even. Um, but hair is something that guys, like, panic about. Yeah. The second you start losing your hair, it starts thinning, your hairline goes back, it is like, the world is crumbling around you for a lot of men. Maybe not all, but for a lot of them. And it's something that like you're constantly thinking about. Well, my sister's now husband and my niece's fiance both buzz their heads mm-hmm. because they started to lose their hair. I mean, one of them is 33 and the other one is going to be 30. But And here's the crazy part about it. This the is crazy part is that to. my sister just made fun of him every day until he buzzed his that's head. My, that's what I was going to get to. She's a jerk. And not even just your sister. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not isolating your sister here, I singling her out. We we make fun mm-hmm. of guys all the time. I mean, we were kind of doing it before with like the the older dude with the ponytail <laughs> yeah. or the long hair, yeah. right? So we we are a hundred percent guilty. Um, but imagine there's two things that guys get made fun of. I know I'm starting and stopping a lot of sentences, but there's two things guys get made fun of a lot. Which, when you think about it, is so messed up. All right. First one is hair. Mm-hmm. The second someone starts losing their hair or someone's bald or whatever. There are so many comments about it, right? And let's use your sister, for example, making fun of her. Or her husband's head was thinning. She made a bunch of comments. He finally shaved it. I but definitely imagine, made fun of my brother. And, and I'm sure you have. Again, this is not to make people feel bad. I want to be very clear. I'm not trying to say anyone is terrible for their comments or anything like that. But imagine this, Carla Marie. Mm-hmm. Imagine instead of a man losing his hair and being told what to do about it, Imagine on a daily basis in public and on public forums, people were like, "Hey, uh, hey, Carla Marie, you're gaining a little bit, a little bit of weight. Why don't you wear like bag your clothing so you can hide that the chubbiness or your boobs? Right, too small. Want to get a boob job? Well, <laughs> you decided to do that, but and I'm not obviously I'm I not know. saying those things to you. Thank and you. the other thing that guys get made fun of for all the time, and it, it's crazy because I used to see it on dating apps Let me all guess. the time. Oh, I know. I was what? gonna say penis size. No, and I mean they do, but that's a harder like yeah. unless <laughs> everyone knows what your the size of your penis, it's a hard thing to be made fun of. For. I know the answer. Can I guess? Yes. Height. Yeah. It's wild what we let people get away with in making fun okay. or talking about short men. It's crazy. Okay, and that goes to right, what does society expect of women? It's a, it truly is the same thing and we have these 
archaic ideas yeah. of like we need a tall man who's got hair. I don't know, like but a tall, a tall, <laughs> a strong tall, man. man. And because he's the breadwinner and he's the, you know, supposed to be the protector or whatever. And you need a woman who is a child of rearing age and has wide hips or whatever, but is also super skinny, but has boobs. And like, it doesn't make it like as much as we fight these stereotypes, yes. they're still there. Now, and- with that said, I have dated men who are like the same height as me and I've, it's been fine. And you're not you're not terribly tall. I'm what are you five? five two. Well, two? I guess maybe they weren't saying they were like three inches taller. Um, but here's the craziest part about it, right? I have seen women, and I know men are terrible, but I've seen women on Instagram mm-hmm. talk about hat fishing, right? Mm. It's like, oh, stop wearing hats in your in your Instagram or your dating profile pictures because I need to know if you're bald or not. Yeah, right? I've literally seen women post that Holy multiple s- women. But, still on dating apps. but if I was to go on a dating app and say, hey, at least one of your pictures, I need to see your ugly ass regular face without makeup. Without makeup. Or uh, I would get ruined. ruined. I would get dragged. Secondly. Or don't wear high-waisted jeans. <laughs> yeah. Because they make you look way better. Um, the other thing, let's go back to height now, right? Oh, yeah. If there, I can't, Im- oh, it gets me so mad. I can't tell you how many times I have seen Short men, don't swipe right on me. If you're not 5'8", don't swipe right. If you're not six feet, don't swipe right. If you're a short guy... These are why these women are single. Probably. But, again, to go back to what if a guy did a very similar thing, imagine, imagine for if I even had for a day on my dating profile, hey, uh, don't swipe right if you're over 120 pounds. (gasps) But, but, you, you you can do the sound. And I'm sure everyone had a visceral reaction as they were listening, right? I'm sure you in your car or you in your headphones, you were like, That's, that would be so messed up. Yeah. Plus but, why, but here's the question. Tiny. Why is it different? Um, because weight is weight. So like I, would say, I would say it's the same for men. Height is height. Yeah. And I guess you can't even do anything about your height. Exactly. And I've talked to a lot of my shorter friends who have dealt with the dating, the dating scene, especially online dating where they literally have women who will respond to them and say, you're too short. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. Show me them. Yeah. Show you who? The, the guys or the girls? I want to see the conversations. Uh, well, I, don't have, I don't have screenshots of all of this. Um, but it's kind of wild when you think about the things we let society get away with, just people in society get away with. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I will always say, women have a rough go. Mm-hmm. Especially in the world of social media. There are guys commenting on every stupid thing. Not, uh, not for me anymore because I just blocked all yeah. those dudes. And But uh, but we see it, right? We mm-hmm. see guys being absolute pigs and whatnot. But it's just it's just crazy. Both. And I do like what you said. That's why all those women complaining on dating apps are still probably single. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, maybe if that's what your criteria also, is. Also, if you're still single on a dating app, that doesn't mean you're mean. No. But if you've got don't swipe right. If you have some of these physical characteristics, good luck. Because all that needs to be is you're a piece of crap. I feel like now of all times, like, people are going out. Just get out. People are going to be not on dating apps as much. They're, like, go outside. Do we think that the dating app bubble has popped? No, it will. I think it's still for hookups. I think people are still hooking up on dating apps. It's so crazy. But it kind of blows my mind when... I hear friends, family members, 
talking about like, oh, I can't stand the dating scene, blah, blah, blah. And I'm on, I'm on all the apps and they feel like that's the, that's the requirement, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, we should probably just be speaking to human beings. Yep. And I know and people getting don't to have know time. One another. And, but I encourage you to put your personal life before your job sometimes. That was actually one of my biggest pet peeves when it came to the dating apps was the difference in how people treated you based on connecting with you on a dating app or meeting you in person at like a bar or a social event. I was never, I never really had any mean or weird dudes on dating apps. I, it wasn't, I mean, I had a couple mean ones. We talked about one on the air, which was wild. Um, But the thing that always got me was in profiles, seeing things like, I'm not here to waste my time. And it's like, no, I get that. And no one wants that. And at a certain age, I understand that your, your patience. Wear thin. Wears thin. However, if you met someone at a bar, right, you thought they were attractive, you had a, a funny moment together, your first comment after that initial moment, after that initial connection, wouldn't be, I'm not here to waste my time. No. Right? You would just get to know the person. And I feel like we've lost that because everything is so Snarky Amazon primed, right? right? Everything is at your door when you want it to be there. We don't live in a world where we wait for things anymore. Like this podcast. You just, whenever you want it, you can listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen at a certain time. And I think because of that, we think that humans are supposed to act that way as well. And respond quickly. Whether yeah. it's dating app or email or whatever, back off. Yeah. I got things to do. And you know, talking about going out, like you said, Carla Marie, like put your personal life first, go out there. I was listening to a, an audiobook, and I'm going to pull up the name of it. It's pretty boring in the beginning, so I don't know if I would suggest the book. The last couple chapters are okay. It's called Social Chemistry. Decoding the Patterns of Human Connection. And it talks about how some people are conveners, some people are, there's whatever, different names. But the chapter I'm in now is talking about like personal connections, and there's actual research out there that says a fleeting positive conversation with a stranger triggers the same exact brain and emotional response that a great conversation with your partner does. I, I believe it. And I, and I it love was, talking to strangers. And we've talked about this before too. It's just, even if I never see someone again, I love meeting people. Yep. And one of the reasons they say that is because generally speaking, when you meet a stranger, although people kind of, forgot how to act generally speaking when you meet a stranger you put your best foot forward sure which when you do that you're already you're already putting yourself in a more positive space mm-hmm. and oftentimes unfortunately with our partners with our family with our friends we oftentimes forget that we should still put effort into those reaction or into those interactions mm-hmm. on a daily basis and that's why sometimes it might feel like it's uh dragging it might feel like boring taken for granted taken for granted because it starts from within yeah and if you put the effort in you feel like it's True. a more positive interaction it was just a cool little thing to go towards getting out there and meeting people in public yeah do it and they've done research on go out um and go out and talk to a stranger where you look great shirt when someone says you look great you can respond did i tell you the most recent guy who said that to me at the gym no so i was wearing a you look great shirt it was the neon yellow one and we can end with this. I know Carla Marie's hungry. Starved. Uh, and by the way, the You Look Great store is open. You look great.co. Go check it out. I'm going to have... make me a food snack. 
Make yourself a food meal. I was at the gym, and a guy named Tyler came up to me. Uh, we were near the same piece of equipment, and because of the way it was positioned, he actually helped me put some of the weights on. Oh. And he saw my shirt. He said, you look great. And I took my headphones out. I was like, what? He said, oh, you look great. I, was, I saw the shirt. I've seen you here a bunch of times wearing similar shirts. I was like, yeah, it's, it's my company, so I have a bunch of them that I wear here. Started chatting. He goes, you know, I actually thought, because you've been coming here for a while. I said, yeah, for about five years. He said, uh, oh, because I'm pretty sure I've seen you on a plane wearing something similar going back what? to New York. And I was like, yeah, it is my brand, and we have hoodies. And I do fly back to New York and New Jersey pretty often because that's where I'm from. Yeah. And we got to we got to talking, said goodbye later. And even though I have not seen or talked to Tyler since, my day was better because of I that bet. conversation. I, and it's like flight attendants. I specifically, actually, when I'm where you look great and I'm boarding and they're like right there, you're forced to like have that conversation because mm-hmm. they're they're waiting. They're like, oh, that's a cute sweater. Or, you look great. Or I love your earrings. Like they always compliment something on you. Or oh, how do you like that bag or whatever. And just even if it's not complimenting someone, asking them a question about something that they, where'd you get that? Yeah. And that's almost a compliment, too. Like, I like that. Where'd you get that? Like, people like talking about their things. Yeah. And another thing that this book talks about is those brief interactions, the, oh, nice shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you walk away and you never see that person again. Not only does it make that person feel better, but each participant in that conversation, oh, yeah. generally speaking, has a better overall experience for their entire day. Get out of town. Because of that experience. This, we How can, wild can is that? This, we're going to put this in an ad on Instagram with our Eula Gray gear. What? This quote that you're saying. Oh, I've got to like go back and read it properly, listen to it properly. Well, come on. Come on what? We can use this. Hey, people like when you interact with them. Buy our shirts. Buy our shirts and interact with them. For real, thank you very much for hanging out with us. You could have done anything with the past 25, 26 minutes of your life, but you chose for some odd reason to press a bunch of buttons, to open an app, and end up here. Yes. So thank you very, very much for taking the time out to do that. Carla Moran, any last words of food snack wisdom? Um, Anthony, just a warning. Don't move your chair because Caroline's under it. This cat's got a death wish. <laughs>